0: Welcome to the Growing to Be Me podcast where I share my journey of growth and self-development with you. I'm your host Darlene and I'm so incredibly happy for you to be here. As many of you know, I run women's and people circles online and offline, but now I'm also offering one-to-one mentoring. So if you're interested in any of my events, or if you'd like to be more involved in this community or share what comes up for you while listening to this episode please follow me and message me via Instagram at growingtobeme and join our private Facebook group where I share weekly exclusive prompts hello welcome back to my podcast. Ah. How are you doing? Um I'm doing good. So, I honestly just felt like talking to you, so I just picked up my phone and I'm going to be recording a very intuitive episode because why not? Um I just feel like talking and um and something keeps coming to me um today especially because um, well, I I know some of you wanted me to talk about this as well, which is a sister wound. Um, and it just felt like quite um, acu- accurate. Not really accurate, but it just felt like quite <laughs> right to speak about it today. Um, because today I got to um, meet two two very very good friends um and very very lovely ladies and it was the first time in a very long time if ever this even happened but um it was the first time that I felt good to be in a group um because we were hanging out just the three of us and usually I'm the kind of person who mainly just hangs out with one person at a time because I I just I for some reason just don't seem to ever feel comfortable in groups and I feel left out and um I just don't feel like I'm on the same the same wavelength as a lot of people when people come together. But today was very different and it felt like a big win for me in a way. Um not just because um not just because the women that I that I am that I was with um were incredible and they are generally some of the nicest souls that I've ever met. Um, but a lot has changed um, in terms of my mindset and how I feel about the sister wound, especially over the last few months. Because if, you was li- if you've listened to my relationship trauma podcast episode, um, you will know about my friendship experience um, and how that I've had quite traumatic friendships in the past. So... I think it just kind of led on from all of that at that point um and it's been quite hard to find that not find that group again in a way um because I mean I've had um female friends since then but it never felt it never felt um even in a way it never felt entirely mutual um both ways, because I've had friends which are, uh, which were a lot younger than me, and um, which changed the dynamic a little bit, because I felt like a big sister, um, and not like an equal friend in a way, and that's no one's fault, obviously, it's just, um, you know, it just happens, Um, but yeah it's it's been (laughs) I've gone through I've met a lot of people especially since coming to the UK and um it's been a lot of trying to fit in um even though I've adapted quite well there is cultural barriers in many ways um you know, I didn't grow up here, I don't know what was on TV, I don't know what was on the radio, I know all the 80s, 90s songs, but I don't know any of the lyrics, because I didn't speak English when I used to listen to them, so I know all the melodies, I don't know the names of the songs, um, and, so yeah, it's been quite an up and down with that, and, um, when I thought that I found, you know, my best friend for life, um, she ended up going to university and things changed you know again it's no one's fault things happen it changes um but I felt like that kept happening to me quite a lot but that was because I was kind of conditioned in a way to believe that I had to have a best friend um so I for years I used to try and just hang myself onto one person and just kind of block out the rest because that's what I thought I had to do um I had to focus on my intention on one person if that person didn't want me anymore that just felt worse than a breakup to me but um so yeah and let me know if any of this resonates with you by the way um I'd love to hear some of your experiences um I know some of you can really resonate with this um which you know makes me feel a little less crazy and a little less alone um but yeah, so it it's always been kind of this up and down um, or, you know, a relationship would come along and I would focus on that rather than a friend. Um, and yeah, it's just been a big up and down. And whenever it came to university, I didn't live in student accommodations because I lived in share houses um, way before then. And my experiences were not great to say the least. So I decided to live by myself um, or live with my partner quite far away from the student areas because I just can't, I just couldn't deal with it. It just was too much um, for me and I didn't want to go through anything at that time, especially because I was also working because of the student finance system here is just a bit of a pain um, for an EU migrant worker. So I had to work and I worked a lot, I overworked myself so much, but, um, anyways, that's a different story, um, but, so, all of that added together just made, made me a little bit of an outsider, because, you know, I lived quite far away from everyone else, I didn't go on nights out because I had to work, um, I also, I just didn't feel like I fit in so many times, and, in the first year it was mainly like an age gap for me um or maybe it was just me being naive thinking that there was a big age gap um and because i just wasn't a fan of going out every night um but then you know it just it just changes um and i i'm very happy i'm very <laughs> happy that i got to see so many of my friends grow um in so many ways and i've not actually don't think I've ever said anything to those people about the fact that they've grown so much but um yeah it's um it was hard in university um for me and I've only just finished it um this summer um so if if you're a friend of mine from university (laughs) hi (laughs) but um basically during university I found it quite hard sometimes to um just make friends because in all honesty like I live far away I wasn't really well because I didn't, wouldn't go out um people just kind of stopped inviting me to things which is fine it's understandable if I just wasn't gonna go anyways that's absolutely fine um but yeah so because I'm most basically I'm the kind of person that likes to go for a coffee um I prefer, much rather prefer to go for a coffee and have an honest conversation I am so incredibly bad at small talk um it will most likely be a deep conversation if you're talking to me (laughs) and um yeah it was very different um and obviously there are friends who I've gone for coffees with especially in the last year where I finally decided to put my foot down and make that effort and reach out um instead of being so it's naive the right word being so um What's the word? Um, Being so weird about, not weird, but thinking that the age would play such a big difference Um, because for some people it did. For some people it did, but it didn't mean that for everyone it was the same case. Um, And to like, (laughs) this is such a (laughs) such a Such a ramble. I mean, once I began to actually put myself out there a little bit more, ask people for coffees, work with people more, things started changing and I felt a lot better about it. But I still feel like, even now having left university, I still feel like 99% of the people who have met me have a very different idea of who I actually am. And that really subconsciously really, really bugs me. It really does. <laughs> but at the same time, I don't really care anymore. Um, it's just the fact that I i know I didn't give a lot of people much to go on at all. Um, I was very quiet and very reserved for the most part. Um, just because I, like I previously said, um, I had many traumatic experiences with friendships and the last thing that I wanted to do was to cause drama (laughs) or um, to just hang myself onto a group or someone that didn't really care much for me, Um, which, you know, was not always the case in any way, but um, it was always just this um, battle of like, do I show my true self, do I not? I just don't want to come across a certain way. I don't want people to know that much about me. Um, so yeah, it's very it's very different. I'm, I don't know if you can relate to this. Um, but I do feel like as people, or maybe I, I feel like I sometimes just have to mold myself to someone that I'm speaking to. Some people I can confront really easily about certain things. Other people I just cannot. I cannot because I, I'm just too scared of... Um, judgment in a way, um, or oh, used to be anyways, someone literally said to me one time, oh you don't strike me as someone confrontational, but that is only because I didn't want to be confrontational with that person, because it pained me to think what they were going to say behind my back, Um, but I am, I can be very confrontational, it just depends on who it is, if it's someone that I know very well and I know how they're going to react, then hell yeah, I'm going to confront you about something. I have no issues with that. I, you know, I I'm, I easily speak my mind. It just depends who it is. Some people I just feel like maybe I don't want to waste my time, um, which makes me sound like a little shit. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, my point is um, that I have truly been trying to work on my authenticity and um not molding myself into someone else or shying away from being me just because I'm scared um which is something that I have done for so so long and it's taken it's taking me so long to decondition me from and I'm still doing it I'm not saying that I'm you know 100% there yet I'm definitely not but I am I feel like I'm absolutely making progress um and the reason I say that is because I believe that through doing this work that I have been doing, um, women's circles and all this stuff has really proven to me that, that there is a support network, that supporting each other is so much more empowering than comparing ourselves to one another. And that's been such an important message to me. Um, because we grow up feeling unworthy and we feel like someone else is worthier than we are and we compare ourselves to them. Maybe just because of looks, maybe because of grades, who knows. Um, it's all different. For We all have our reasons to do that, but we're taught to do that. And I just know that at the moment I'm in a place where I feel held I, I don't just feel held by the universe but I feel like I have a community to turn to I have women who I can call up and vent to when I need to I can, I can hold space for women and I think that's absolutely wonderful um and it takes time it takes a long long time but um I definitely feel like I'm slowly very slowly kind of shedding the, those fears of me um come with that um and not really minding it so much when someone doesn't get me but choosing to still be who I am and talking about what I want to talk about because the reality is if you didn't want to be listening to me ramble on about this you would have turned this off by now and if i'm having a conversation with you face to face you know you could be telling me to not talk it's your choice um to listen to me or to not listen to me and I'm not going to stop spreading the messages that I am spreading because I think that it's important and I have held myself back way too long from doing what I actually want to do and from becoming the person that I actually am. I mean even a year ago I sat down with a friend and um, she said to me oh you're a Leo and I said yes and she said I didn't think you were because My housemate is a Leo, and she's she is like a Leo. Leo, she is so fiery and a Leo, and that really struck something in me because that was the piece of the puzzle that I had kind of been missing in a way. Um, which is weird to say because I have always been fiery. I have always spoken my mind and had strong opinions and I've always um, been a Leo. (laughs) I've always, you know, been a Leo because I am a Leo. Um, But I had suppressed her so incredibly much Um, and that's why I come off as quiet, as shy, as unopinionated, um, as not so confident, as a good girl, you know, I am a good girl, apparently, and, um, it's, it's taken me so long, and, I mean, this year, I do feel like I am embodying more and more that part of me that is a Leo, which means dressing the way I like, which means, which is simple things like that, um, you know, dressing the way that I like, that I feel empowered, doing the things that make me feel empowered, doing things without overthinking what everyone else is going to say about me, because the truth is, I am a goddess, so are you listening to this, you are a god or a goddess, and you can do whatever you set your mind to, you are here to enjoy your life, you're not here to please everyone around you, and we have to Decondition this part of us that tells us, oh, we need to be pleasing everyone. You don't. You don't have to please everyone. And there's still, you know, parts of me that I need to 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 work on and decondition even more. But that has played such a big part of me, is being the good girl, doing things just to please other people. I am so sick of doing that. There's been so many things, you know, that I'm grateful for that I did, but when I had the choice and I've had the choice again, I wouldn't do because I was just doing it to please the other person. And I didn't actually enjoy the process of doing the things that I did. So, um, so that, that all has just played such a big part in my sister wound because I felt like the sister wound was part of my suppression in such a big way because I didn't have, support network I didn't have a group of friends to turn to I, I haven't had a group like I've never had a group of friends that I can think of um but it's just been such a oh my god it's been such a process to decondition those and decondition the fact that whenever I sat down in a group that I would immediately think I don't belong here and I would think that just because I was different, just because I was you know, I wasn't British. I was, I had no idea of what they grew up with. I didn't understand the banter. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't have the same humor. I have very, I have quite a different humor from most of, you know, the people that I hung out with. And that, that, um, that made me, that made me so sad in so many ways like the nights out that I would go on, I would feel so down and depressed by the end of it because I just felt like I just didn't belong and that I wasn't, you know, no one cared. And it's, I know that I'm not the only one that felt that way. Um, And I have quite an international group of friends now. Um, And I know we've all felt that um, because Even though you want to say there is no cultural barrier, there is. There is a cultural barrier. And I didn't grow up here. I don't know the banter. I have... Yeah, it's... it's Okay, I'm trying not to get too worked up about that. But but yeah, those are some of the things that I felt really kept me um, from really fitting into a group of girls or just a group of friends. Um, And... I just felt like, you know, I'm again, I'm the kind of person who likes to go for coffee, who likes to go on hikes with people and spend time that way. Um, I'm not really big on drinking alcohol anymore. Um, and if I do, then it's like once in a blue moon and it has to be a really big occasion. Um, but yeah, I just don't feel like that's the way that I want to meet people because I, I want to have these raw and deep conversations with people. And there's no chance for me to do that if we're drunk. (laughs) So, um, it's that kind of part of me that, you know, I was sometimes sacrificing in order to spend time with people and then I wouldn't feel great about it anyways. Um, but yeah, this is, this is all part of that. And again, if you feel, if you've ever felt like this, please let me know. Um, but this is all built up to the sisterhood, the sister wound that, um, I personally have carried, And, um, we, I mean, we grow up comparing ourselves to one another, like I said, and we grow up to compete with each other, um, whether it's, you know, about boys, about clothes, and you, you never know. Like, there's always drama going on, especially in school, um, and I'm here, and I'm here telling you all of this, and rambling on about all of this, um, to let you know that, when you let go of those ideas of what your friends should be like, of how how you should be making those friends, and once you actually just start reaching out a little bit more authentically and vulnerably, those people will start coming to you. And believe me, as someone who's 24, and has been trying for 23 years to find you know really authentic and raw friendships where you can say anything you want. I finally finally feel like I have and I'm trying not to tear up while saying this. I finally feel like I have. and this is because I've you know my, one of my biggest fears was to be judged by other women. And that was one of the biggest things that helped me back from facilitating women's work and women's circles last year. And once I had that, you know, push from a friend of mine, I I finally stepped past that and I said to myself, you know, I'm going to do this. And believe me, I was terrified, I was petrified, and I'm still nervous before every single circle, but I know, I know that it's a safe space not just for you but also for me and it's a safe space where it's you know we are deconditioning that part of ourselves that says we have to be better like someone else is better than us it's a space where you say no we are we are all going through the same things in our lives just at different stages and at different times but we all come from the same place and we are all just as divine. We are all here for a reason. And once I started really doing that and embodying that work and letting go of those inner voices and assumptions in myself, I find it so much more easily to speak and to be myself and to be more authentic. And it's a constant, you know, work of reminding myself that, you know, it doesn't matter, just speak, just do this, just do what feels comfortable, relax, like you're safe. Because I am safe in my own body, you are safe in your own body. No one can take that away from you. And whatever someone else thinks you can't control, and it's not supposed to be controlled, it's not yours to control, and it's not yours to worry about. Because you are safe, and you are beautiful, and what what you're doing is amazing. So that is, that is my point. That is my reminder to you. And this work isn't easy. Um, but once you start reaching out and you start doing the things that are more aligned with you, those people suddenly come out of nowhere and they will meet you and align with you and what you're doing. And it will be incredible. And I'm not saying that they're going to stay for the rest of your life. Some of them might. Some of them might not. And that's okay. Everyone who's supposed to meet you is going to meet you at some point. And I think that's absolutely wonderful. So welcome it in. I honestly... I honestly believe that the more we lean into the support network between between ourselves, the more we can change... The way that we look at each other, the way that we see the world, and the way that we interact with each other. I think there's a lot of beautiful shifts happening in this world. And the fact that our generation is doing so much already to change this and to, you know, dismantle all of these systems that have been built to keep us small. It's been incredible to watch. So I think that's it, I'm done rambling to you, Um, and I hope you enjoyed listening to this, if anything resonated with you, um, please let me know, I'd love to hear, so yeah, and before you go, I would like to make a little announcement, and I'd like to let you know that I now have launched a monthly subscription that is called Fierce Surrender and there is actually two tiers to that um, so you can choose one of them and one of them is only £12.22 um, which includes a circle and includes monthly intuitive content um, and a Facebook private community and then the second uh, the first tier is um, 26 pounds 66 a month and you get master classes and workshops on top of that and um, quite a few other things but yeah if you are interested or you just want to look more into it um, there is a link on my website where you can sign up and join us so yeah that is my little news for you um, but I'm so happy that you listened to this and let me know your thoughts and anything that you might want to share but yeah I hope you have a wonderful day or evening whenever you're listening to this and I send you so so much love the goddess in me honors the goddess in you